the school is out. Which means it's time for hot kids. And welcome. This is Hot Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Avadia Blumenthal. I am 11 years old. Coming up today on Hot Kids, I'll be talking to. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Hey guys, what's going on? How's it? David Goldschmidt here from Chicago. What? And oh yeah, Moishi Rosenzweig from Toronto, Ontario, Ooh. Canada. Yeah. I will be speaking to both of them, and there are two young American. And Canada, Shluchim, here in studio with me. Also, on the show, I have the Kids riddle to challenge your thinking. Here are the details if you have any questions for my incredible guests. If you want to answer the riddle, or if you just want to say ha. The SMS number is 34519, and that is charged at 1 Rand 50 cents. You can also send me a WhatsApp on 062-148-2374. And please sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. Get ready for such an interesting show today on Hi Kids right after this. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. Listen up, kids. If you are between the ages of 9 and 11 years old... <clears throat> If you are well-spoken, confident, curious about the world we live in, and if you have one afternoon free a week, we would love to meet you. Chai FM wants to meet and train Chai Kids for radio. If you want to meet us, send an email to kids at chaifm.com. Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. Okay, are you ready for the riddle? Here it is. What goes around and round the woods but never goes into the wood? Do you know? Do you think you know? Well, if you know, send us a WhatsApp on 062-148-2374 or send me an SMS on 34519 and you can win the prize from Kid & Co. But if you've won on Kids in the last 90 days, you can still enter the riddle, but you will not be able to win the prize. Today, I have Moshe... What's your surname? Rosenswag. Rosenswag. That's pretty hard. And David Goldschmidt. Perfect. You got it. Yay. In studio with me. If you have any questions for them, you can send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp it to 062-148-2374 or call us on 010-140-3020. Let's get ready with questions. Good afternoon. How are you? Awesome, Baruch Hashem. Good, Baruch Hashem. That's a very nice answer. Okay, what do Shluchim do? So we're actually sent on a program established by the Lubavitcher Rebbe um, several decades ago, and uh, we are part of the international program where rabbinic students get sent all around the world, be it a school, be it a Jewish community, to work out at a center. And what we do, we spread the Rebbe's teachings, inspiration, and life and light to the entire world around us. And the medium by which we do that, we see everyone as a beautiful individual. We shine our light that we have within, and we reach into that person to bring out his or her light, and God willing, make the world a better place. Oh, wow. I have one question. Why do you have a guitar here? I just carry it around with me wherever I go. Could you play for All us? All over Joburg. Oh, for sure. Awesome. Yay. 
Woohoo! Guitar. Have you heard him playing guitar? Once or twice. Once or twice. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. So, guys, I want to play for you guys a special, special song. Very, very dear to me. I learned two years ago in Los Angeles, California. Woo! Oh, yeah. And this song is composed, many of you will know it, by our very dear friend and emissary of the Rebbe to California, Rabbi Yitzi Horowitz. It's all about shining a little light. Give a round of applause. And, um... Really, uh, it's really special to us and as a whole, as Jewish people. Dave, have anything to add to our song? Several years ago, Rabbi Yitzi Horowitz was diagnosed with a very debilitating condition called ALS, and the song was released after his diagnosis. And he was a big source of inspiration to us when we were studying in yeshiva right next to his house. Me and Maishi visited him regularly several times a week. Wow. And this song is a reflection of his inspiration, not only to us, but to the entire world. And so we want to give a shout out to Rabbi Yitzi Horowitz. Woo! And we want to wish him a speedy, speedy, speedy recovery. Amen. And his name in Hebrew is Yosef Yitzchak Ben Bracha. God willing, God should speedily heal him right now. Amen.
That was incredible. Thank you so much. That was so much fun. That was live. That was Lekka. <laughs> okay. How did you become or get involved with becoming a Shaliach? You know, that takes us back to my father in Toronto. He was not very involved. He was a son of survivors and was not very involved in his Yiddish guy and his Judaism. And walking down the road, he was met his friend. He said, hey, there is a Chabad gathering. There's a meeting for young Jewish youth, a trip, Rabbi Glukowski. And he really got involved himself and all his friends and started learning more about the Yiddishkeit. And uh, from there, I am um, one of nine children, Baruch Hashem. Yeah. I'm all number right. eight. And I'm fortunate enough to be sent to the yeshiva, um, yeshivas Ole Terra, which is the flagship yeshiva in Crown Heights of the Rebbe, and has this incredible program to be sent all over the world and spreading that light. Oh, wow, that's incredible. How long have you been shluchim or shaliachs for? Exactly. So, actually, looking at the clock right now, we landed almost exactly two weeks from right now. <laughs> Whoa, so you've been doing it for two weeks? Been doing it for two weeks in this formal shaliach mindset and mission, but really we both have a lot of experience. We were in both in yeshiva together, actually, starting in L.A., when we were by Rabbi Yitzi, and we would go away for holidays, um, be it Shavuot, be it Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and what we would do, we'd always have a mindset walking down the street. How can I add a little light? How can I inspire someone? How can I make the world just that much brighter? By playing your music. Yeah. That's definitely a good medium. And okay. Did you choose to come to South Africa, or were you given a few options to choose from, or did they tell you, go to South Africa? The latter. <laughs> the latter. That's, that's how it went. We were uh, both sitting in this big, big study hall, about 200 boys with us, wow. and we get called over by the dean. So, Uh-oh. you know, <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh. heart starts uh, skipping beats over there, and uh, we sit down, and he's like, boys, I have a mission for you, South Africa. And we're like, what? South Africa? Not New York, not New Jersey, not Ukraine? South Africa it is. And he told us all about the school. And, of course, you know, we just had to confirm with our parents who were very worried at the outset. But we got them on board. And within a couple of days, we confirmed that we'd accept this mission to spend the year at Torah Academy, inspiring as much as we can and wow. uh, bringing the best out of everyone we meet in Johannesburg. Okay, so we've got questions. Hmm. How long is David Goldschmidt's beard? Ooh, <laughs> that's a tough one. Last time I measured was a week ago. Whopping total about seven inches on the right and five and a half on the left. Oh, wow. And on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you for Hasidas tomorrow from Adam Shaw? Oh, boy. Adam Shaw is quite the troublemaker, and we love having him in Hasidas every morning, which is before davening. He comes early to prepare and get in the right frame of mind by learning a little something about Hashem, about the Jewish people, and about himself. And Adam rocks the house. Adam, thanks for reaching out. How excited are you from a scale oh, one to Oh, crazy, ten? crazy, crazy, crazy. Mad excited. Lekamot. Woo! Dude, we're just using Lekka all day. Did you learn it from South Africa? Nah. Oh. <laughs> of course. One of us did. <laughs> Do you enjoy being shluchim? I love it. Ever since I was a child, uh, it all started out, my journey... Uh, I was four years old. I went to camp in Chicago called Camp Gone Israel, run by other shluchim just like me. And they have it here, exactly. What? 
Oh yeah, it's like the best <laughs> camp in the world. Yeah, worldwide, you know. And uh, I started when I was four, and I love my counselors, and they're so fun and exciting. I was like, like you, what? Yeah, I'm trying to be. And I was basically like, look, one day, I want to be just like these guys. And slowly but surely, I went through school. I didn't go to a Chabad school growing up. And in the past couple of years, I was able to really materialize my dream and um, really, really, really go to yeshiva, help out other people, and become a shliach myself. And so, loving it. And it's really, really been an amazing ride so far. And it's great to actualize the dream. Oh, so Yoni Glassman said, how long is, da- is David Goldschmidt's beard? That's who said it. Oh, awesome. Ah, Yoni. Do you know him? Yeah. Sounds familiar, the name. I want to take the opportunity to bless Yoni that his beard should not only be as long as mine one day, but it should outgrow it. Amen. Amen. I hope you're excited for that. (laughs) What is the hardest part about being a shaliach? I think the hardest part is you have to be so real with yourself. You know, and the more you interact with other people, as the first Rebbe said, words from the heart penetrate the heart. So you have to make sure that what you say what you want to give over, what impact you want to make, has to be 100% real by you. It has to be even more than 100% real. You have to live it. You have to breathe it every moment of your life. So just to live, to fill those shoes, just to be able to be your own self, I think that is the biggest challenge, especially in this world. But God willing, you know, with the strength of the one who sent us, we're trying our best to Nailed just it, be bro. ourselves. Nailed it. Yoni Glassman said, how long is Moishi's beard? It's uh breaking some records here. Uh it's the beginning of Arkhashim it's gonna come in strong in the South African air and built on. It's also five to seven <laughs> millimeters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you consider a successful day? I would say a successful day is as David said, connecting with yourself and to Hashem and to the people around you. Obviously starting with Chassidus every morning, which is not mandatory in school before davening. But which people such as Jakob Dripman and I'll give other shout outs to Yehuda, Goldberg, Yoni Glassman and God willing, even more of the boys should get involved. And um, a successful day is, is that, you know, having uh, that being one with yourself, learning with your, with the boys, learning with yourself and just growing as an individual and with the Joburg community. This is going to be the best year of Joburg scene yet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Beware. Let's a, beware. Let's take a quick song and we'll be right bra- back. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. Hello. This is Chai Kids, for kids, by kids. My name is Avadja Blumenthal and I am 11 years old. That song was Reflection from Mulan. My guests today are two young shluchim, David and Moishi, and they are incredible. Oh, if, yeah. If you didn't hear the first part, wait until you hear the second part. Let's go straight into questions. Okay. Um, so I want to ask you, David, um, how did you become a shaliach? Awesome question. Really, really cool question. It's interesting because whenever you ask anyone, everyone's got a different answer. Everyone's got a different journey, different story. And uh, mine actually took me back when I was about five years old, four or five years old. I was in camp, as I mentioned earlier. And my mom came up to me before I, for the summer is probably about, our summer is actually in June. I know, right? <laughs> what? Crazy. Crazy. And so it was probably about uh, March time. And she's like, hey, I know you just went to Camp Happy Smile last year, but... I heard of this new camp, and they have hockey. 
And I was an avid ice hockey player. Yep, we do that in the States, even in Canada. Oh, yeah. All day. And I was like, sure, you know, hockey, sign me up. Little did I know that this camp would change my life. I'd be involved till today, which makes it 17 consecutive summers. Never missed a summer. Mushy joined me even last summer as counselors. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it was the best experience of my life. And it turns out this was a Chabad-run camp started by the Lubavitcher Rebbe year, many decades ago. And it's called Camp Gone Israel, which we even have right here in Joburg. Yep. Same network. You know, it's a brother camp. But we don't have ice hockey. Uh, we're going to have to institute that this year. Yeah. Maybe yes. in the winter camp. <laughs> we got two coaches right here. It doesn't snow? No. Oh, my We gosh. once had snow, and it was like, like a centimeter high, and that was like once. Like so they lied to us. Age. I'm going to miss home <laughs> a lot. Uh, so basically, you can do ice hockey in like roller rink, in like ice skating rinks. Mm. But once not. Close second. Yeah. So not the same. So I went to this camp. It was amazing. And every summer, I would be infused with such a passion for life and for Judaism and making the world a better place. And as I grew up slowly but surely, I became very, very, very close to my camp counselors. To the extent I even flew in for one of my camp counselors' weddings in New York from Chicago. Flew all by myself, 12 years old. And it was amazing. It was a life-changing experience. And that was in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. And I ended up coming back almost every year for what's called Tishrei. Shout out, we actually have our 10th graders are there right now. They came in right before Yom Kippur. They're staying through the end of the Sukkot holiday. 10th graders of Torah Academy Boys High School. Oh, yeah. So they're right there. They're there in Crown Heights right now. And I was just in their shoes. You know, I wasn't even in high school yet. I was in about eighth grade. And I went, I had the most inspiring experience. I came home, I was like, this is what I do, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to get involved, I want to make the world a better place, I want to connect with other Jews and non-Jews alike, and really, really just spread some light. And so, slowly but surely, after high school, I went to Ida Crown Jewish Academy in Chicago. Not a Chabad school. And after high school, I was like, you know what, this is my chance to break out. I can finally go to Yeshiva, I can finally go on Shluchus. And so I went to Israel for a year to Yeshiva. Then I went to LA, met Maishi. Then I went to Crown Heights, Ali Torah last year. And thank God, couldn't feel more blessed to be sent to Johannesburg for this year. Wow. Okay, so then um, Yoni Glassman said, I got a shout out, I'm famous. <laughs> and then we had another question with no name. And it said, what is your biggest inspiration? Wow, that's such a great question. I mean, obviously, it is... Starting in first and foremost, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, who affected uh, my life tremendously, and David's, and really, truthfully, the world, uh, just inspires us every single day through his teachings and energy to be the people we are and the proud Jews that we are. And um, I think what seconds that is good, f- good, good friends. It says in the Ethics of Our Fathers, Perkyavis, acquire for yourself a friend. And um, really, David being one of my closest friends and all my good friends out there in Ali Terra, um, and this, uh, it's really been huge inspiration, and uh, especially my family for being so supportive, and uh, it's really beautiful. Okay, so I'm just going to go back and on to the riddle. So the riddle was, do you remember the riddle? Something about wood. Wood, but yes. does it go inside? Then it goes around? Okay, let's... Me think also forgot it. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm thinking. Wait, wait, wait. It's coming to me. What goes around and round the woods, but never goes in the wood? So we got an answer from Yechiel Naiman, and he said bark. Well done. That bark. is nice. bark. Ah. 
say that again. Way to go, Yechiel. Yeah. You will win the prize from Kids. Mandy will call you today after Kids. Let's go straight back into questions. Okay, what is your aim? Awesome, awesome question. Our aim is to inspire as many people as we can by bringing out our true selves and looking at every single person as that special individual that he or she is and by bringing that out and as the Rebbe would always explain that every single person has a soul. That soul is a gem. Soul's a diamond. Sometimes it could be covered up, a little dusty. Sometimes it could be, you know, sometimes buried deep in the earth. Sometimes a bit scratched up. What we do, we take those gems, we find them, and we try our best to polish them off. Try our best to make them shine just as bright as, as they all can. And uh, that, in short, is what we do. So, you know, what we do is we look beyond just the physical. We look beyond the outside. And uh, we really see, try to see deep within, just like the Rebbe inspires us to do every single day. To, first of all, deep dig, dig deep within ourselves, see ourselves as a diamond, and in turn see everyone else as a diamond, and help them shine, help them make the world a better place, help them help others make the world a better place as well. Wow. So we have a question that says, Have you guys done Rambam today? A hundred percent. Rambam is the daily study cycle of the Code of Jewish Law, which covers all the mitzvahs. And that's why the Rebbe had such a strong campaign that every single person, every single boy, girl, man, and woman could learn Rambam. There's three study cycles, and we definitely did learn well Rambam done. today. Woo. Actually, fun fact, we just came straight from Rambam Club. We had a whopping total of 25 boys. Give it. Take a round of applause to the 25, 25 guys. What they do? Giving up their break time. They took time out of their 15-minute break. They only have a couple breaks a day. They took their 15-minute break to sit down, learn some Rambam, go through the list of the mitzvahs, and together we had an amazing time. And with that inspiration, we came straight to the studio just to tell you guys about it. Wow. How many shluchim do you think there are around about, around the world? Hmm. Or in SA? All right, so this seems like a very simple question, it's but that. it's not. By numbers, officially, a shliach to the Lubavitch Rebbe, who is established as a permanent emissary, the number would probably be around 4,500, but, wow. which is already whopping, around the world, wherever there's Coca-Cola, there's Chabad, there's a shliach, just like us. Uh-huh. But what the Rebbe said is anyone who wakes up in the morning and says, how can I make today better than yesterday? He's my chassid. He's my shliach. With that inspiration, he can make the world a better place. So I would say there's probably close to 7 billion. <laughs> That's wow. it. Hopefully. <laughs> That's amazing. Who are the people that you're involved with? Well, as uh, we said before, we primarily are dealing and actively involved with learning and making programs with our very own Torah Academy Boys High School Boys who are really, really incredible, and we're so fortunate to have met them the past two weeks. However, really, we're involved with the the entire Johannesburg community and all of its incredible people inside it, uh, which includes, for example, keep your eyes open for a sukkah mobile. We'll be driving around helping everybody accomplish the mitzvahs of sukkah and lulav and esrig, and um, really for the entire community. And we hope to meet as many people as we can and spread that light. And that love. So if I see a sukkah can I come in? We're going to be having lots of cake, water, maybe even some warm, cold drinks. 
<laughs> cold <laughs> drinks. <laughs> okay. Do you have to be a rabbi to become a shaliach? So, really, a shaliach is actually a term that is defined in the Code of Jewish Law. And shaliach is someone who represents another person. And so, as shluchim of the Rebbe, really all it takes is to be connected to his teachings, to his inspiration, and then off you go, you're shaliach. Just have to make sure that you work within the guidelines and you wake up every day and see, well, how would the Rebbe want me to inspire the world? How can I use his teachings, his inspiration, his impact, and make that something that is second nature to me? And so, to answer the question, technically, no. How do, um, wait, I had a question. How do people become um, shluchim? How do they join the team, so to speak? Right, that's a great question. So I think in general, there's two types of shluchim. One would be our position, which is rabbinical students, which we're going to be, God willing, finishing our smicha, our rabbinical ordination uh, next year. So you're going to be rabbis. Year. Exactly. Before becoming rabbis, it's very important, like anything in life, you need the hands-on experience. That's when push comes to shove, or that's what's going on right now. We're getting that experience on the ground here in Johannesburg before we're actually becoming rabbis. So that's part of the program. If you apply to any of those yeshivos, any of those study programs, uh, one being the major one in Crown Heights, Ali Tara, or in Montreal, Morristown, mostly in America, uh, they send you a part of the shluchas program before becoming rabbis. However, most people, when they refer to a shliach, it's after they became a rabbi and they settled down with their family in all parts of the world. So you can be a shaliach, like, whenever. Okay, do shaliachs or shluchim get paid? Oh, yeah. Upstairs. <laughs> it's a volunteer job, a volunteer program, which we are so glad that we are a part of. And um, it's uh, great. The biggest payment that we get is putting a smile on someone else's face. Oh, wow. But if you're asking about money, <laughs> nope. <laughs> so it's a volunteering thing. Totally 100% volunteer. Thank Are God you? the Torah Academy does help us supply for our basic needs with uh, some of our newly acquired rent. Thank God, Baruch Hashem. So where do you stay? We stay at our humble and amazing hosts, Rabbi Nassal and Efrat Shocha, at their cottage. They rent it out to Torah Academy. Wow. Yeah, it's have, super nice. Do you have any shout-outs that you'd like to say? Family members, friends? List them all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout-out to my family. Tuning in from Chicago live. Um, all my brothers and sisters got Ruthie, Avi, Maishi, my future brother-in-law, Georgie. Shout out to you from Minnesota. Shout out to all my friends in Ukraine, friends in Australia, friends in Chicago, and in Israel. Everyone who's listening, everyone's tuning in, everyone who's going to hear this afterwards. You guys are amazing. Shout out to my friend in the Army Holden, who's right now currently fighting for the Israeli Defense Forces, yeah. keeping us yes. safe here in Johannesburg because he's in the ground in Israel. So shout out to him and shout out to my friend Seth in Chicago who is giving me tons of support here and really just making sure that everything is so amazing in my life. Um, I would love to also shout out to all my fellow shluchim, brothers in arms around the world, uh, signing from Alitera, Lipman Gestetner, Borchecht, um, Mati Krasiansky, all my dearest friends. They're in Miami and in New Miami, Haven, Connecticut. New Haven, Connecticut. Rafi Shemmel in Australia, Melbourne, Australia, and obviously all my eight siblings. Wow. Uh, where do we begin? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's start. Rachel, Sarah, Shalom, Shmuley in New Jersey. Um, let me uh, think. Who's next? Yisrael. Um, I can't believe I'm forgetting everybody. Uh, 
Yosef, thanks, David. <laughs> Yosef, Dina, Yodi, and Yodi's actually in Toronto. He's in yeshiva there, and he's looking forward to going on shulchas as well. I Ooh. wish him all the strength in continuing his amazing learning I and hope he success. To us oh yes, he's get, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> And my shout-out is to all the listeners and family and friends. Do you have any inspiring or funny stories that you would like to share? Hmm, so many. David? I have a good one. I have a very good story. Okay. All right, so this is about five, six months ago. When was, when was Pesach? Two months ago. Mm-hmm. I was actually sent for the first time to run with one other friend, fellow shliach, rabbi in training, Boris Starr, shout out to him. He's studying for his organic chemistry exam in Chicago as we speak. You got yep. it, Boris. You got it, bro. You could do it. And happy birthday. His birthday was the other day. And oh, so, happy birthday. happy birthday. Year of only blessings. So me and Boris, Boris, let me tell you a bit about Boris. Me and Boris met in camp together. And he grew up with no knowledge of Judaism. My parents grew up with no knowledge. They came from the former Soviet Union, Right. Tajikistan is where my mom's from, Moldova is where my dad's from. They came to Chicago and knew nothing about Judaism. And as I was growing up, I remember we used to drive to Shul on Shabbat, so surely we used to start walking. And he actually was a bit less fortunate. He grew up, had no idea anything about Judaism until he came to this Gan Israel teen camp run by Rabbi Schneer Nuttick in Chicago. And that's where we met. We became year after year, summer after summer, such good friends. And is a very strong Russian heritage. Very strong. And so... Eventually, after high school, he went to yeshiva called Mayanot in Israel, in Jerusalem. And he had off for Passover. And I also had a break from my school in Crown Heights. And so together we applied through Chabad headquarters in Crown Heights. We said, we want to get sent anywhere around the world to bring inspiration for the Passover holiday. And what happened was, we got sent to Shoska, Ukraine, a tiny little, little city in Ukraine, Shout off the map. to Rabbi Levitansky. Yeah, Rabbi Levitansky took shame. care of us in Sumi. He sent us out. We flew three flights just to get to Sumi, just to drive eight hours on a bumpy road. We got to Shoska. And, of course, in Ukraine, no one speaks English. I speak a bit of Russian. I speak a bit of Russian. It was really helpful for me. And my friend Boris speaks a lot of Russian, thank God. Oh, wow. And so, did, can you also speak English? Yes, he speaks uh, a little bit of English bit. as well. <laughs> so, how do you speak to him? So, Boris speaks English and Russian, and oh. I do as well. And these people of Ukraine, they speak either Ukrainian or Russian. And so, we invited this community for this amazing, amazing Passover seder that we set up. We kashered the kitchen, made sure everything was good. Comes the night of the seder. There's an, about an hour gap between when everyone came and when we could start the seder. And so, we had no idea what to do. And so, me and Boris thought, what would the Rebbe want us to do? We're sitting here, we can't start till sunsets. And we broke out in song and dance for a half hour, we're singing in Russian. We sang who knows one in Russian for a half hour straight. And with that inspiration, with that energy, we were able to start the Passover Seder and we truly felt like we left Egypt right there in that lonely little town in Shuska, Ukraine, and seeing the smile on these people's faces, an elderly crowd who grew up with no knowledge of Judaism. They grew up in communist Russia with persecution, practicing freely their religion. Passover was one of the most inspiring moments of my life, seeing how we were able to light up the whole entire room, light up their faces, and light up the entire Ukraine and the entire world. And we heard the next morning, we were the talk of town. 
after that amazing, amazing Passover Seder. So, wow. a special, special experience I'll never forget my entire life. That is incredible. <laughs> Do, does is there a motto for the Shluchim? Like spread smiles for a mm. thousand miles or something? Mm. I'll say the first one that came to mind. It's really important that you should always go with your gut. And the first thing that comes to mind so usually is your right uh, feeling. So I'm going to say our motto is one good deed can change the world. Because we sometimes underestimate the little things that we do. It may be a mitzvah helping a friend. The littlest things, one good deed can change the world and has a chain reaction. When somebody does something good for another or connects to Hashem, it has a chain reaction and we should not undervalue or underestimate our power. Wow, that's incredible. And let's do, I've asked this question, I'm just going to ask it again. Do you enjoy it in South Africa being shluchim? So far, the past two weeks have been the best two weeks of my life. Really, really, really amazing time in Johannesburg. Such a warm community. I had the opportunity to be on the radio. It's pretty <laughs> cool. Hang out with Vadi in the studio. Nothing could be better than that. And hang DJ out with Flo. DJ Flo. Good shout out DJ Flo. <laughs> it's so amazing. Thank God, you know. We really feel like we're pushing ourselves. We feel like we're bringing out the best in ourselves. And speaking for myself, it's really been an amazing experience just to meet people so open, so friendly, inviting us over to the house, be at a jam session, be at meals, to be working at Tar Academy with such amazing boys who every day wake up, how can I be better? How can I make the world a better place? And we're only just getting started, just getting our feet in the water, and God willing, it's the only way from one way from here, and it's up. I must say that the the left side of the road was hard to get used to, you know. <laughs> it was a little bit dangerous being in, being in our car, uh, Strawberry. We named our car Strawberry. <laughs> you see it? It's a red, uh, what's the make, David? It's a Toyota Corolla. Yeah. Nineteen ninety. around, the red Toyota Corolla, Strawberry. Give us a shout out. It was quite dangerous, but now, thank God, we figured out the road a bit. I'm yep. sure that must be. Shout out to... Can you quick sing a song? Play oh, the guitar. Yeah. I'm so excited for this. All right, let's get one of our favorites. Let's go.
all loved that. That was incredible. Okay, here is my last question for today. How long are you planning to be Shaliachs in South Africa for? As our visa clearly states, no more than 12 months. Trust me, as as, as it has uh, began, we're absolutely loving it and would love to stay here as much as possible. But we are staying here for the year. It's the year program and we're so happy to be here for this beautiful year. But we know that although we may be staying here for just one year, the memories and the inspiration will definitely impact us for a lifetime. Wow, that is incredible. This has been Kha Kids for Kids Pa Kids. My name is Avadja Blumenthal. I am 11 years old. Here on Kha Kids, we love learning about our world from top experts. But as kids, I also want to interview other kids. Have you done something special? Have you achieved in sports or the arts? Do you have an interesting hobby or talent we would love to meet you it's so easy just send an email to kids at chaifem.com ha kids for kids bar kids woo yeah um, join Kha Kids tomorrow at 3 p.m. for another Kha Kids show only on 101.9 Chai FM. Thank you to DJ Flo and to Matthew and to you two for coming. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>